Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Question me, Rose. Run for your life. Fatality. I'm Batman. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. This week's episode examines the world of tabletop miniature gaming. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, the simplest explanation I can offer is toy soldiers, but it's much more detailed and interesting than that. In particular, our focus is on the game Warhammer 40k. Produced by the UK's Games Workshop company, Warhammer 40k is one of the world's most popular tabletop games. The rich backstory explaining the various armies and the quality of the figures has made 40k a dominant game worldwide for over 30 years. However, the universe the game exists in has rarely changed in any great way in that time. There has been little progress in the storyline, to put it in a very basic fashion. But June of 2017 saw the release of the 8th edition of the 40k rulebook, and there have been some earth-shattering developments that are moving the story forward in a new direction. Why, after almost 30 years has this happened, and is this a good thing? To get to the bottom of the story, we reached out to our fellow casters at the Geek of All Trades podcast, Greg Barlow and Doe Pretorius, who are up on all things 40k to get the lowdown on the latest edition changes, what the potential ramifications are game-wise, and what were the market forces that might have driven Games Workshop to make these changes after so many years. If you don't know anything about 40k, that's totally okay. We give you a brief rundown of the universe before we start getting into the meat of the 8th edition changes. We pass this over to Franku and the Diva for their rating. Franku, what did the Diva have to say? The Diva has enjoyed this podcast and rates it... Lightly Salted. Thank you very much to both Franku and the Diva for that rating, but for now, without any further ado, please join me, Les Allen, and co-host Vittorio Leonardi as we release The Geek with the Geek of All Trades podcast and discuss Warhammer 40k. And now, we're releasing The Geek. What is your confession? It is the 41st millennium, oh, and there is only war. And cake. But most Actually, no. The recipe yeah. for cake Out was up cake. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. just lost in the, in the like, 33rd millennium. Yeah, we, during... we are out of cake. So um, my uh, options are only war. war. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless your powers are greater good, the towel obviously yes. would have cake. The towel cake. So our apologies to Eddie Izzard. <laughs> our apologies speeches. to Eddie Izzard for the intro. Mm. We, are, uh, <laughs> we are joined this good evening by the renowned brains behind Geek of All Trades. Ooh, we have renowned. Ooh, it's better than we right? Yes. <laughs> yes. The particular topic for this evening is there has been a release of the 8th edition. Mm. Well, they're not even calling it 8th edition. They're just calling it Warhammer 40k now. Yeah. So yeah. it's just really? the game. It's just the game. It's just like a game because there has never been, as far as I can tell, just a Warhammer 40k. There's always been... Second edition. It was yeah, initially Rogue born. Trader. Yeah, yeah because it started as yeah. Warhammer Rogue Trader. Now, Warhammer, Games Workshop released a game called Warhammer Fantasy in 1983. Hmm. And that was the fantasy battle with elves and dwarves and humans prancing around on horses mm-hmm. and hmm. Tolkien, demons. Tolkien 3.0, essentially. And, and yeah. demons. Yeah, because... Yeah, 
If you're going to find something to make unique to your setting, yes, demons. Yeah, well, they, demons. they added the slap and a dash of like of mm. of war and grim darkness, <laughs> and, <laughs> and demons were. were and that's now. where you find the demons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then in 1987, Rick Priestley, who had been working on a tabletop role-playing system, kind of focusing on small skirmishes type things, co-opted the stuff that had been done in. Warhammer Fantasy, which was the tabletop armies, mm-hmm. and turned it into Warhammer Rogue Trader. Mm-hmm. And then it became bigger. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think they realized, hang on a minute, everybody likes playing mm. with tiny <laughs> spacemen. Yes. Especially tiny, because they had Epic before that. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. So the scale was a lot smaller originally. Yeah, so do you think the, the massive warships, and they were actually small figures on the table. So it was massive armies in, in miniature. Mm. Now we have the the Warhammer universe. It's the year. It's in the forty. So we're not yeah. really yeah, sure where debatable. the war is at the moment. <laughs> we kind of think it's in the forty first because there, there's no way they could have packed more onto M thirty nine point nine 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 sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, they, they they kind of jam packed mm. that year or that little region with a bit too much to now. Accrue all the current fluff that's yes. jammed in there. Yes. It was a very good year. The warp works in mysterious and strange ways, and time flows differently in certain areas of the galaxy. Uh, and that's Obviously. why, in, in the latest Inquisition like lore, they mm. have an inquisitorial branch that's mm-hmm. just dedicated to dealing with temporal disturbances caused by warp travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it's a known problem. We can we can at least all agree the term grim dark mm-hmm. is is. A good one. It is hmm. a grim and dark future for humanity. Well, just for the galaxy in general. For, the gal- yes. for yes. every aspect for of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe an orc. Now, how can we, s- with, with limited time, because mm-hmm. we want to get onto the things that are happening now in the universe to discuss these things, how can we briefly run through the previous 38,000 years of humanity? Mm. So, so, well... Age of Strife. <laughs> so Age of Strife. There, there was, there was, there was the, the, there were the Eldar, mm-hmm. and they got space elves. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then they got high on too many drugs, mm-hmm. and then all their excess created an unholy god uh, of excess and so, stuff. So yeah, there's, there's a place called the Warp, which is essentially it, it's. I like to think of it as like a parallel dimension overlapping ours, mm-hmm. uh, where these energy entities exist. Right, energy entities. Energy entities. Oh, um, demons. Yeah, and yes, demons. so they are more commonly referred to as demons, mm-hmm. but uh, I, as a man of science, <laughs> who would be executed by the Inquisition, would refer to them as energy entities, yeah. um, because uh, they have difficulty existing on, on the, material. the material plane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is our plane. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, originally there were three of them, maybe mm-hmm. more, there might have been other things in there, but there are three yes. major ones. They'll they, only they, come out when there's need of an expansion. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Speaking of they're, they're, time they're, locked yes. settings, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Eldar fell, um, mm. and that sent a great psychic storm across mm-hmm. the universe, mm-hmm. or the galaxy rather. Um, might be universe as well, considering the Nids probably came from that yes, disturbance. Probably. Um, but that led to the dark ages of humanity, mm. uh, where all of our technology and such got knocked out. Because mankind had sort of started expanding through the stars and like mm-hmm. building up a like a federation empire, you know? It was kind mm. of the, the start of Star Trek, you know? Mm. And did we, did then, we have noble gods? Then the fell occurred, and uh, it, 
warp storms rose up everywhere and cut off mankind from itself. And everywhere became Mad Max. And everywhere became Mad Max. That's a good way of putting it. Actually. <laughs> yeah. If you turn your back for five freaking minutes, everybody starts wearing each other's people as skin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, and there's, there's the, a whole bunch of other things with like the, the Necron and stuff oh, with the Eldar yes, yeah. before Ben, but mm-hmm. we were concentrating so on the they're, human. They're one. a very ancient race, <laughs> and you can read up on them. So they fit on the expansion into the galaxy. Hmm. Was this a noble cause, or were we just, well, well, well this in, is in, ours and we deserve it? In, initially, I, I, well, we don't actually know what was around that yeah, time. It's, it's lost to history, but probably... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like, treat, treat as humans are today. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Like, if we started space traveling today and colonizing oh, so planets, that's how it was. Bunch of dicks. Yes, okay. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> but, but not it's as quite as bad. Been by the Eldar. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but the psychic storms cut all the colonies off from each other, and, mm-hmm. and all the records were destroyed, and, and everyone started branching off in different directions. Yes. And so there was sort of divergent evolution amongst yeah. humankind. But then at this stage, somewhere a little bit after this, mm-hmm. in relative terms of thousands of years, mm-hmm. sort of on, thing on Mad Max on, Earth, on, on Mad Max Earth, a man known as the Emperor rose, mm. and the Emperor is lots of things, mm. and no one really quite understands what he is Where he came he, from or? he's just this figure that uh, repeats across history because mm. he was like saint george and hmm. probably trump yeah. <laughs> he's um, like a humanitarian hero reborn regular yeah, i wouldn't say humanitarian well, yeah no. <laughs> he was a master of science yes he's just he's just a man um, that does things and yes. he does what he wants and what he thinks to things make humanity great again yes <laughs> that is literally yeah. loves, loves, terror great loves, again. loves eagles likes hmm. war mm-hmm. those, those sort of things yes yeah. okay. Um, and uh, he, he rose a great army and conquered all the techno tribes of barbarians. Some joined him mm. um, and retook over Earth, right. rediscovered a lot of technology, then head out into the stars, um, made contact with Mars again. Mm, Mars had been a, 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 like a home of techn- technology and stuff within our solar system. Mm. Re- re-enabled contact there and then set out into the stars to reconquer. Mm. To um, literally reunite the lost human yes. colonies. But, right. but in order to do this, he made a, a group of super soldiers. Mm-hmm. The initial super soldiers were only there to reconquer Earth, so they were really super, yeah. but died horrible, they miserable deaths some, initially. Somewhat super soldiers. Uh, <laughs> somewhat well, they, super. Were, they, were, they were better than space marines. Uh, I suppose they were. The, the, thunder, the thunder warriors. Yeah. Um, but then in order to sort of subdue that and make sure that he, well, he needed the th- thunder warriors just for that thing, so he made sure they would die early. Mm. <laughs> but he then needed the people to replace them, so he made the space marines. And in order to lead the space marines, he made the primarchs. Mm. The primarchs were sort of like, I will take a bit of this of my DNA yes. and I will put it in this baby and then the chaos gods weren't very happy about yes. this so essentially they were his sons and whilst he was creating these how many were there in 20? 20 20 20 primarchs well, 21 was it 20? yeah well mm, there's there's some debate and, and there's certain uh, the records are, are very very uh, sparse well, there were at least 20 godlike children 21 is, 21 is a good number Alpha, let's go I'll Ferris no make them yes exactly mm. um, and so the chaos gods uh, was uh, essentially sundered his his attempts at creating these primarchs and spread them mm. all over the galaxy mm. to all these other abhuman the and other human places. places. Okay. Yes. Then there was a great crusade going to recover them again. Them, yes. He found mm. them. They joined his armies. Mm. They continued to rebirth the human empire again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very dickish about this and being like, no, this galaxy is ours. Pretty much. And by that stage, it pretty much... A militaristic expansion. The only yeah. sort of other alien race that really could like stand up against them were the orcs. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't really realized that Earth was a good fighting place yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually the Chaos Gods got wind of all of this, started corrupting some people. And there was a fall of one by 
Well, who's Logar's first chapter? Uh, um, first heretic. Actually, well, let's talk. Let's talk about chapters. So that yes. each of these primarchs ended up having their own troops with their own styles, their yeah. own different also abilities. their own DNA imprints. Yes. Yes. Because they were raised on separate planets, mm-hmm. uh, they were often sort of had their own sort of. Uh, I mean, they were sort of engineered to be mm-hmm. perfect in inverted commas. They unique aspects. Um, but they also have unique aspects from the planet they were raised on. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would have sort of inclinations towards one thing or so another. You space wolves. You have yes. So, so the one raised on the on the icy snowy planet of like Wolfmen, Fenris, <laughs> Fenris mm-hmm. uh, is of course much more bestial and mm-hmm. space Vikings. Space Viking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> What what do you need in a planet to create an ultramarine? Oh, what like order I, I love I love of all things like ancient Rome. Ultramarines being a chapter. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and an extra heart, an extra mm-hmm. lung. You know, mm-hmm. I think yes. an extra liver as well. Gland. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. stuff there. So the chaos gods start infecting some of these. Well, they're very well, subtle about. Uh, yeah, you know, they 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 sort of manipulate the, yes. the magician one to mm-hmm. sort of like you want power and to prevent your mm-hmm. people from mutating into horrible horrible chaos spawn we, we can give you that power mm, and yeah. um that was the thousand sons that was of the thousand magnus. sons of magnus mm-hmm. but then the the main sort of the, the their first real sort of traction point was with the word bearers mm-hmm. now the word bearers were initially like the emperor is a god yeah <laughs> they sort of saw him as as a, a deity incarnate yes and the emperor's like no you fools that is dumb <laughs> it's yeah. just science a science peddling mortal uh-huh. yes um who is immortal but, just a fantastic mortal <laughs> yes, yes i'm just really good at science and they were like no but we really worship you and he's like no and they're Stop like it. okay fine and they then they sort of slink off to the shadows and secretly start worshiping him yes worship him worship him mm. yeah is um, that a shrine no uh, yeah no. no it's just a, it's just a, a monument to your you. glory it's a so that eventually led them to being very despondent when mm. the emperor kept telling them no. Yes. So he would keep shutting them down. And, and then they found another route to be like, well, if we just praise these these chaos guys, uh, that will uh, uh, work yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, they're they're also a force and they admit to being gods. So mm. obviously. And we're just looking for a god. That's <laughs> yeah, all exactly. we're looking for. So um, with, the, with the fall of Lorgar's legion, then that starts mm. to spread it out. Um, the, the greatest of the emperor's children, one. Uh, Sanguinius Horus Lepercal essentially his favourite son (laughs) yes his favourite son even though he's not allowed to pick favourites Horus was his war master he was his war master so he he was the war master he was left in charge when the emperor was like I'm done here I'm I'm gonna gonna go go back and do science (laughs) (laughs) Um, Horus you take charge now yeah yeah, exactly Uh, Horus Mm -hmm. took over but unfortunately got wounded in a battle and Mm. then secretly healed um, Mm. by evil chaosy people there were people who tried to stop him he didn't know he didn't know he He didn't know initially but then he did know and then Magnus knew and tried to stop him Mm. and then he like went to Magnus and went like no I actually kind of I kind of actually do want Mm. this Mm. now the magic the magic bit Mm. yes was anti-emperor the emperor does not want magic because we are science yes and magic is all phenomenon it's an interesting thing because they have the the council of Nicaea which Mm. is exactly like like the historical council of Nicaea yes it's exactly that where they're like well magic is bad don't do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but magic is useful in doing stuff. And he's like, no. It's outlawed. So it's they, outlawed. So Magnus and Thousand Sons were doing it despite yes. the Emperor mm-hmm. saying no. So yes, yes. When, so that was a whole thing there. And then he sent well, his, his executioners, the Lehman Russ, out to go and deal with that. But that's that's a whole other also, story. But uh, getting back to the main part of that, mm-hmm. where Horus decides, actually, you know, I kind of want 
an empire of my mm. own. And, and he marches off to Terra, holy Terra, mm. uh, to go and take yeah. back and kill the emperor. He's sort of beginning to, he's begun to resent the emperor's sort of passive stance of standing back mm-hmm. and the emperor's busy doing science on well, Earth. He, for, he also, for years. it's, it's the mm-hmm. weird thing of that because now of all the novels that they've released like post that to actually mm. flesh that out, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, emperor's not a good man. Yeah, I mean, he has his own fault. I wanted to touch on that. Yeah, so 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 Horus was sort of like, yeah, you know, I I don't like him. Um, There's there's a lot of things like there's like Angron, who's the most angry being in. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally Angron. He's not called Mift. Yeah, it was probably just a difficult. And he's he's like the first Primarch to just see the the Emperor and kind of go like. I don't like you. I want to put you in the face. You're, you're not a good person. <laughs> I know this already. You're a bit of a you're, dick. You're using me. Um, and the, the, the launches, half of his sons join the one side, half of his sons join the other mm. side. Um, his his son of Ultramar decides that he's going to be his own side and make his own little yes. imperial-like place. This is Robert Gilliman, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. Robert, Robert who? <laughs> Robert Ro- Curlyman. Robert Curlyman, yeah. yeah. Okay. So just to, just to preface everybody... <laughs> The the person in question who is the Primarch of the Ultramarines, yes. mm-hmm. the people who walk around with sticks up their butts, <laughs> um, the the ancient falling like Roman style discipline. Mm-hmm. Much joy is derived from being able to mispronounce his name. Obviously, at yeah. every point. Well, so, what are you yeah. talking about? We don't mispronounce Renford. Uh, <laughs> Renford <Gorilla> Gullyman. Man's <laughs> name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so we have some of the. Some of the legions going to chaos. Yes. Some going to war. Uh, some staying with mm. humans. Uh, the ultramarines doing their and, own bit. And well, yeah. interestingly, there are quite a few of the legions that aren't are sort of undecided. They can't quite tell. Yeah. And, and they're sort of hedge sitting. Is the chaos influence from Horus's side apparent at this point? No, or is it no. just it is. no? If well, we follow so Horus, we, so we do Lorgar's forces. Yes, very yeah, much. Depends so. on the legion. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, <laughs> other ones not so much. Mm. So um. some some didn't really know, and some oh, so you actually are dipping from the chaos. Well, mm. we're going to join you in that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. they they have a big climatic battle in our solar system. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, Horus is killed by the emperor, but not before mm. Horus murders the blood yeah. angels. Uh, Sanguinus, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the, the angel. Sanguinius. Yeah, he literally had wings. He mm. did. Yeah. And even Horace said he was the best. Gasp. Horace 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 was the best. Horace. And that's why Horus killed Horace him. was like, he was like, I take it back. And he was like, no take back season. He was like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spank. Um, yeah. Uh, but that was, that was the thing that drove the emperor over the edge. But yes. in his battle, he uh, he lost control sort of thing. He lost his physical form. Well, enough of that. Mm. Uh, they... they Took him down to his big throne room, which Magnus mm. had unfortunately destroyed so, in trying to warn him about so the yes. impending attack. The emperor was building this massive machine. That's uh, kind of nobody really knows what it was for, but it kind of implied that maybe it was going to like stop chaos somehow or like Ooh. seal off the galaxy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. And then Magnus knew the betrayal was coming, so he sent a psychic message to the emperor, like Emperor. Be careful! Horace is coming to betray you. And the emperor was literally like, "You have just broken my machine." I said no magic. So, so, <laughs> so uh, up until this time, Magnus was still yes, on the side was, of Yes, he was faithful. Yeah, yeah. I sent allergic to magic. Well, he was just doing <laughs> to, magic. to be fair, he rent a hole in, in reality, reality oh, and let a whole bunch of demons out. time and space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, just yeah. to get the message. Yes. Just to get the message of, Horace is a bad dude, don't trust him, yes. he's coming for this you. This is what happens when you don't invest in WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, intergalactic WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. So, so the emperor was like, Ferris, 
Go sick up Magnus. And Ferris is like, yep, 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 yep. Lemon Russ. Yes, Lemon Russ is yeah. the from Who is unfortunately not aware of this, and the War Master changed it to go kill him, not go yes. capture him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a good novel series. What read yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. Horus Heresy is the name of the oh, series. So they yeah. actually got to the point of the battle between Horus and the Emperor. Now, this year, they're yes. doing it. Okay, fine. So they, 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 they finally got up to, like, they've arrived in the solar system. I have, I enjoyed, uh, so the first book in the Horus Heresy I did read, and mm. it was Dan Abner. Mm. Yeah, and I don't want to read anything that is not written by Dan Hamlet. <laughs> uh, um, I've tried to read. Other, pretty good. I've read oh, who's other who's the other that, one? Um, the one that wrote the, the Prospero Burns. Oh, I'm just terrible. Something with an M. <laughs> but yeah, yeah Prospero Burns. Yes, yeah, so right. yeah, Prospero so, Burns, and uh, mm-hmm. what was the other one? Fall. It's yeah, Prospero. Uh, I think it's all stars. It's Prospero Burns and Thousand Suns. Something mm-hmm. like that. Thousand right? Suns arc is a good arc. Yeah. So, so essentially, if the word burns, falls, <laughs> destruction, dust. those are the titles. It's, it's and five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that brings us effectively to the state of the 40k universe for a long time. That the hmm. the machines we we have our well, machines, he, he but gets, we're not going to well, so work he, on he, them anymore. Yeah. Well, he gets he gets plugged into this big device. It's going to hmm. keep him alive and. Um, the, the other Primarchs who survive go off and do their weird battles. Yeah. Some ride off into the sunset. Others mm-hmm. go into the Eye of Terror to go and face oh Chaos head on. Yeah. Uh, and they get, die. Well, yeah, debatable. They get yeah. lost in the Eye of Terror. Um, sure. some, some do die. Now, so what is the Eye of Terror? It's the Eye of Terror. Uh, Remember when we talked about that Slanesh yes. thing? That, yeah. That's the what that's oh, that's that's the Eldar, the Eldar, Eldar God. Yeah. The Eldar's yeah. Gaff. So, um, <laughs> the Eldar Gaff. Yes. So... Yeah, they they, they they go out on their ways. Mm. They eventually all get either killed, put in stasis, abducted, yeah. mm-hmm. various and, things. And they actually dilute the Space Marine legions down into chapters so that they're more controllable mm. and less chance of them to go rogue. Because Gorilla Man writes a, a yeah. thesis and everyone accepts the thesis except for those who don't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, mm. in, in that part now with the Emperor no longer there to tell them, stop treating me as a god mm. becomes the god of humanity. Yeah. Many, many years mm. pass and humanity he starts slowly worshipping the Emperor because he is still there on his throne acting as a beacon mm-hmm. for the rest of the galaxy so you always know where to go in relation to where the Emperor is yes. sure. uh, but you need to feed him how many million uh, many many psychically talented individuals a day yes <laughs> just like to keep him like alive. Thousand I've, heard, day. I've yeah. heard this yeah. thing before you feed how exactly do you feed him what is you don't giant well, golden yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on a giant golden throne Let's, uh, leave he's him. a he's a skeleton corpse on a giant golden throne. <laughs> okay, so, so the machine is designed to obviously just. Okay, so it's the fax machine of death. Yeah, okay. this sort that Magnus was supposed to be the one who sat on it, hmm. but yeah. So for the next thirty years, well, so this game was this game was uh, introduced in yeah, thirty real years, <laughs> yes. thirty so actual. <laughs> Real years, yeah, not yeah. gaming. Meat space years. Thirty yeah. meat space years. The setting has been that there are the armies you can you can purchase figurines of specific chapters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the Ultramarines, the Dark Angels, and each of them have got their own traits. Mm-hmm. Then you can have some of the alien races like the mm. Eldar. Mm. Um, it's pretty much the Eldar for forever. It's Eldar and Orcs forever. Eldar orcs, yeah. Yeah. They were like yeah. the core. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Then really. In all of this, there was only oh, and the Tyranids, the Gene Stealers were the original. The Gene Stealers were there, but they were yeah, sort of like yeah, with the, the original background. bad alien race. Yeah. Yeah. Tyranids also very different mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Yeah. So the Gene Stealers themselves. So the, the way the game started, it was just Gene Stealers mm. with a higher offense. There were a couple of figures extra that controlled them because the the Gene Stealer models think alien, the creature from the alien movie mm. type thing, mm. add on a couple of arms, absolutely rabid. 
hive mind mentality mm. that yeah. all control. Particularly like, well, mm. this is always the thing. Is like, I think a lot of people will be like, that sounds just like Starcraft with their like race subdivision of the like yeah. having yeah. weird yeah. elements. It's that like, convenient? Well, it, it's because Starcraft was originally supposed to be a computer a game, game based off yeah. it's the same thing with War- Warcraft it was supposed to be Warhammer mm-hmm. and then they lost the rights to it so they were just yeah. like well we've got these things anyway oh, we're going to make it fantasy right. and generic science mm-hmm. fiction yeah, so, so um, inside of the 30 years there were only really a couple of things that could be viewed as major changes the introduction mm-hmm. of a couple of races yeah. we mentioned the Tau we mentioned mm-hmm. the Necrons we're not going to get into their histories Yeah, just yeah. that they were introduced but by and large the universe scape mm. was as it was. Chaos is always and trying to get out. Yeah, yeah. Orcs are fighting. Chaos has, has a new champion, mm-hmm. and like there's thirteen black crusades, crusades yeah. which and a black are, crusade is the, the like, reverse of a human yeah, crusade. Well, it is chaos well, coming out. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all the chaos <laughs> space marines who now <laughs> really hate each other because they actually realize, yeah. well, you know. There was only that one guy is actually yeah. keeping us together. It's and I your don't fault like we you. lost. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's a uh, powerful chaos person, and mm-hmm. it's been a bad one for the last few yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Who gathers them all together and goes on a black crusade to go and attack, mm-hmm. and strikes try, into try to get space. terror eventually. So a bit of background there: you've got four separate chaos gods mm. minimum, but we only know of really four. Mm. Yeah, and some of them don't like the other gods. So um, getting them to all work together takes great strength of will and a great personality, which is what Abaddon, who was Horace's second lieutenant. He's yeah. clone. Yeah, oh. well, it's debate. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's interesting. He, he, he worked for Horace closely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, but in general... He's the new war master. Yes. In general, so for 30 Michael years... <laughs> okay. In general, for 30 years, the... The the world stayed the same. Mm. Yeah, there was there was one time in the setting, fourth, fourth, fourth ed they mm-hmm. had the the world campaign where yes. they had the battle for Armageddon. Yes, was it? Mm-hmm. so they actually and they they, 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 they they changed some of the lore around there where they had like oh well, because of this results the one Eldar head honcho guy is dead. Yes, mm-hmm. that lasted for like five years. I mean, <laughs> surprise, Eldar trickery. He's alive. No, they they just retconned that yeah. entire campaign. Um, it's at this point that I want to bring in that there was one of the one of the card games that uh, I, I know Doe's going to be excited to be able to talk about. Legend of the Five Rings. Mm-hmm. So you have card games like Magic the Gathering where for the longest time it was just, we're releasing new cards, but in a game like L5R, the players actually had an impact on the setting and mm. drove the story. The story moved mm. forward, which is something that hadn't really happened in this Warhammer scenario mm. until you said like 5th edition that they mm. tried. Yeah. Mm. But then they just reset stuff. Yeah, they yes. got, got to like 6th edition and it was like, hey, Oops. he's back and that yeah. never happened. And well, that 13th mm. Black Crusade that succeeded there, yeah. no, I didn't. It didn't, um, it, really. it, it didn't even get kicked off yet. Mm. We were still waiting you for it. You can't trust your players to direct the game I in mean, the direction you want. Yeah, yeah, no, part yeah. of the setting is very much entrenched in the fact that things haven't changed for so long. Mm-hmm. Like Because it's been so many hundreds of thousands of years since the, the Horus Heresy and everything mm-hmm. that everything is stagnant and mm-hmm. nothing changes and all it is is just war this endless slogging of mm-hmm. of like losing a planet and gaining the planet back and losing mm-hmm. the planet again and just people the dying all dark the time yes, it's just a grim dark future where mm-hmm. you've yeah. just got these industrial planets that just pump out these weapons and they just your, whole, your whole life is just to make bolts gun like ammunition yeah. for the space marines mm-hmm. <laughs> and in June I think it was June 8th hmm. so, edition yeah, was released because yeah. I know yeah. we had at uh, Icon. Yeah, that was certain the people getting uh, getting access to it mm-hmm. first day. So we now have an eighth edition, hmm. and things have changed. Hmm. This storyline seems to 
yeah, moved, moved forward a little. Moved from like four minutes to like a minute to midnight. Yes, <laughs> four minutes yeah, to midnight yeah. to a minute to midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's great. But um, it, it was interesting because the, there was a bit of a, a lead up to it. They mm. had um, a story what was called Gathering Storm. Mm. And in Gathering Storm, they start sort of putting together, okay, well, Magnus has got machinations of trying to bend what reality is. Mm. Um, the 13th Black Crusade is going to be launching mm. soon. So Magnus the, being the Thousand Suns Primarch. Yes, he's yes. now a very magic no, guy who went full chaos. Demon, yes, yeah. who's now horribly jaded and everything because I mean, the Emperor tried to kill him. Yeah, he literally went full <laughs> chaos because he's like, fine, Dad's trying to kill me. I'm going to use all the chaos well, magic. You know, and after, after failing to commit suicide by Lehman Russ. Yes. Lehman Russ being a space wolf. Being, yes. being his brother. Space wolf brother. Uh, being the executioner of the Emperor. Right. That, that was his nickname. So uh, he, he shut down his entire planet, psychically blocked all of their signals so they wouldn't know the invading army was there until the like drop pods came through the atmosphere. Mm. Magnus did that. <laughs> yes, yes. Magnus did that. Against his own brother. Against his own his own his, his own, own chapter. His own chapter. He was like, no, no, we must all die we, because we've we done a horrible do thing. We must yes. pay this for right. this. And his chapter were like, screw you, old man. <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> leaving. So how did he uh, how did he make amends to this? He he eventually snapped out of it. Oh. And went and went and fought with Lehman Russ, who promptly broke him on his knee, like Bane Superman style. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, in, but in that act he uh, psychically charged and teleported them all off the world. Mm. So as my yeah. final act, I give into chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's your new body mm. and yeah. new here's power. your demon body. Go, mm. go. Yeah. So, so what has what has changed? So the the new manuals came out, mm-hmm. eighth edition, mm-hmm. with some updates to the world. We've mm. we've accelerated the clock a little bit closer to like complete. Yeah, it's it's unreal. a weird one though because the, the the newer stuff they don't really give dates mm-hmm. in comparison to all old stuff. Whereas you know it was. M39 at this exact time this exact time and this now occurs this now occurs (laughs) so Mm -hmm. we're we're pretty thinking that it's now like the 41st Mm -hmm. not the 40th millennium Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a weird one to see there as well because they have tried to go okay well this front has been opened Mm -hmm. Uh, this alien race is doing this now the Eldar have now got a death god who's trying Mm -hmm. to like make Mm -hmm. them all die so they can be reborn (laughs) is that that's just a a cult or so it it was a cult and then they were like (laughs) we're right now it's a government it's actually a thing that happened (laughs) because it was what Ulthwe Ulthwe got destroyed and this is why you've got to be very careful when you hold elections kid (laughs) yes so Ulthwe being a craft world yes. yeah. so the Eldar because of that whole whoopsie mm. with creation of God they live on spaceships effectively yes. and also they're Living terrified of dying because they're worried their souls when they die will go to that chaos God they created mm. so they designed these ships to sort of absorb their souls when they mm. die and live on in the ship in the infinity yeah. circuit yes so now we have a death God who's mm. going hey kids it's okay yeah. to die yeah you come to me yeah, exactly. And then I'll put you back again over there. Yeah. Is that is this death god not potentially just a, a Zinch wearing a mask? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you don't know. Cause, Zinch uh, being one of the chaos it, gods. It's yes. interesting there because they... Uh, all of that. I remember with the whole Thousand Sun thing, they, they mutated horribly. So one of their guys made the spell that killed them all and put them in, like, armor. Into, so think, yeah. think Full mm-hmm. Metal Alchemist. Yeah. 
But as worse, in, literally much worse. because because of like the changing mm. effects of the magic, right. they were yeah. mutating so out of control. In, in, I thought in the, it was the, the they sealed the armor to prevent further. Well, that's what they tried to do. That was yeah. the whole thing. I'm, right. I'm going to prevent you from ever changing, and he did. And he did. So in effect, when you see the Thousand Suns armies, they are ro- animated suits. Animated suits. Yeah, yeah. So um. During a fight between them and the followers of this new death god, the the new death god sees fit to go. Actually, you're alive again. And then they turn into like thing. They're like, "What? We've got oh, bodies. No. This is so awesome!" And then promptly kills them. <laughs> and and like, now that you're alive, that, you can that, die. That's enough to like stop the fight between them because they're like, "We know this can happen now. We must go and research it." <laughs> but um. So yeah, that sets a whole thing on track. But then there's also the return of Ro- Robo Gertie Man. Mm-hmm. So um, that's let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, in the in the setting for thirty years, mm-hmm. the Primarchs, the guys who were in charge mm-hmm. of the individual chapters, the large majority of them had, in one way or another, gone away. Mm-hmm. Either they were mm-hmm. killed, yeah, they turned yes. to chaos. Or they dis- they outright disappeared. Yeah. So yeah. some see, of them went into stasis. See, see, see the Khan and uh, mm. Lehman Russ for just rode off into the sunset, never yes. to be seen yeah. again. To eternally fight in the or, sunset. Or what's his yeah. face? The dark uh, didn't the, dark the lion angel. also. The lion went uh, like He's the lion. Uh, so that's a whole different storyline. Mm. But the the dark angel's planet explodes, and his like favored lieutenant was responsible because he sort of felt chaos but didn't because the Dark Angels are confusing. That's true. <laughs> and so they had this massive battle and he mm-hmm. was also wounded but he went uh, like into like the recovery chambers mm. beneath the fortress that survived. And, and he's and, there. And, well, he's vanished now. Since since oh, the new edition. Right. Like, like they went to go and check on him in the chamber and he's no longer there. So yeah, the, so the, the like, upper, uh, upper well. echelons <laughs> of the Dark Angels knew that their Primarch was there. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was like that recovering. And was kept a secret. So and now he's actually gone. Mm. So That's where is he now? In the pantry of all the other Who knows? Well, he's been, he's we been suspect, asleep for a while, so he's hungry. We suspect yeah. when the Dark Angels pantry, Codex comes up, we'll know more. Pantry, <laughs> he's in the pantry of all knowledge right next to the tea room of Wonderment. <laughs> near, near, near the Death Watch, like, chamber of Deuce Ex Machina. They're yeah. literally, where they literally, they're, there's literally a chamber. That mm. They don't know who built it or why they built it, but they'll all of a sudden go on and have a mission that pops up, and a door will open in this mm. place. It's like, uh, what, what are those calendars? It's like like an advent advent calendar of of thing, and it'll open, and there'll be a random thing on the inside that'll help them. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's oh, I guess we needed this ancient like like, the advent calendar of MacGuffin." Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're like, "Hey, it's that it's that chaos person that was around from the Horus Heresy." Oh, oh. now we can question them. Yeah, you know, find out more stuff. Why did you act like a tourist? The angels are known for their interrogation team. They are. But yeah, so they've had that sort of thing. But in between all of this, the thirteenth Black Crusade manages to succeed to destroy the the last bastion of hope before the the home planet. And what is that bastion of hope? Cadia. Cadia. Remember Cadia. Remember Cadia. The planet Cadia. Now we have machinations of Magnus. He's wanting to do nasty things. Yes, to the. We have the Death God reborn mm-hmm. huh, from mm-hmm. the Eldar side. Mm-hmm. We have the Black Crusade, which Magnus would have known about, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's, he's part and parcel of it. Yeah. Um, and that gets out. And so the 13th Black Crusade destroys 
the planet Cadia, which well, is positioned the, the near Imperium kills the, the, the planet of Cadia by yeah, trying to well, stop chaos. Yes. The Imperium get, get too conflicted. big for their shoes. Yeah. The Imperium get too big for their and shoes. And try and activate they, alien they, artifacts. They get told by oh. the Necrons that this will work. So they activate it and it works for like a minute. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> it's working! It's working! Which is pushing back chaos. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. In that case, is why you never trust the Vogons. Yeah. Yes. But at this point, also the Eldar decide like we're going to help you. Yeah. And they, they take everyone off of that planet, and they go mm-hmm. and they they resurrect the girly man. Mm. Okay, so the planet is gone. Yes. Why was it the last bastion against? Chaos? It's sort of like the it's the one jump. It's like sort of the jumping off point from the Eye of Terror mm. into so. Yeah, if you want to come from chaos world. space to real space, mm-hmm. it's a very easy point to a- get access because of the rift that was created. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, so from there you sort of come into real space and then just go straight to Earth because it's nice mm-hmm. and close by. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have so the Elder helped bring back uh, Rabuti yes. uh, Jolly Good. Yes. All right. Uh, Rabuti Jolly Good. Who, who then sees what's happened to his Imperium and kind of goes like, like He's been in stasis what for how long? What is wrong 10, with you well, people? About, about 10,000 years by this stage. About 10,000 yeah. years. I turned my back for five and, minutes. And, yeah. and remember, he was around when, when the emperor was around who was like preaching like, you must be a man of science and religion is like, is like stifling mankind's creativity and like, you must always be like... Uh, and we're out on a crusade to yeah. unite, the, unite the, the, like, the people mm-hmm. together. And then like he comes back and there's this religious order, order that like preachers do not like proceed with technology or mm. science in any way mm. <laughs> and he's because like it was obviously bad what, last time what are you guys uh, doing uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and they're like we're doing exactly what you told us to <laughs> like, yeah. well about that um, yeah. here are the appendices yeah. Oh. Yeah. why after 30 years has Games Workshop progressed the story money mm. no uh, well, I think survival survival, <laughs> more likely yeah uh-huh. um, okay so to, to investigate this we have to step a little bit back and investigate what's happened to fantasy Warhammer so fantasy, as we mentioned yes. before Warhammer Fantasy what happened to it is they also had an arc where the world was ending and everything happened and the world literally did end and broke apart and they literally destroyed their entire setting and mm-hmm. then sort of reformed it into these weird planes of of, of reality bubbles. and eternal war yeah bubbles as I understand um, Warhammer Fantasy uh, and I only know it from a South African perspective I don't know the numbers Mm-hmm. in other countries but for fantasy mm-hmm. the player base dropped off substantially oh it, it completely yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the guys so, who were playing Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy just completely left and went to Kings of War so, um, but so it's a completely different the, game the reason why which is oh, well, it's a different game that's pretty yeah. much the exact same they, okay. they took they took um, they took the normal rules for Warhammer Fantasy which is like stock standard blocks of infantry units slowly mm-hmm. marching towards each other stabbing each other with pikes and then they tried to liven it up and change things because they realised as as our world, the meat space, mm-hmm. was adv- advancing and evolving, uh, we were getting lots of new kinds of games, and things were changing, and people like the the sort of the advent of printing technologies and things like that. You, we were getting lots of new games uh, that were allowing us to do different and interesting things. And fantasy mm-hmm. had stayed the same for so long that they were losing players. Mm-hmm. So they thought, okay, well, let's try something completely new and different. And they literally threw out their rule set pretty much and tried to do it from scratch mm-hmm. um, keeping like the barest of, of bits intact you know so it was still kind of recognisable I'm, I'm just glad they make Malekith the Phoenix came before they did yes. that yes oh, so when they did the law they made they reunited all the elves the dark and the light and, and made the dark elf the leader of them all but oh. <laughs> <laughs> side note mm. um, but so then this was Age of Sigma you know the new rule set 
It's a new game. It was it emphasized a lot more like uh, casual and like sort of uh, what's it called like pub pub pick up and play pick up and play or like pub games. You know, we can just sort of grab some models and have some fun. You don't need to like follow any rule like strict rules or anything. Yeah, rules, How rules, it rules They didn't so. even have points for models or anything like so, that. So it was literally oh, just like bring what stuff. you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Initial, initial release was pretty poor just yeah. because of that. So not having that structure there, tournament scene yeah. died. So, Fantasy um, was kept alive by its tournament play, the, which they got rid they, of. They, within about a year of it, they released a thing called the mm. General's Handbook, and mm, that yeah. swung things completely in the opposite direction. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They added points costs, mm. they gave like missions that were a bit more structured, and yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's, I'd heard that Age of Sigma was, they, they were making like Age of Ultramarines. It was, they were, uh, they so, were yeah. 40k So the, they added the Sigmarites, yeah, which are, are sort of big humans who have been like well not even big humans they're just they're just slightly big aren't they they're not humans oh they're not humans they're they're, sort of like they're, they're re- reincarnated heroes of the mortal races right <laughs> put oh, into suits of they, armor they look like they big look humans, like humans in, when they, in their re-rendering <laughs> okay. which looks vaguely like a space, space marine, marine. Yeah. 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 and, and they, like when they die they become a lightning bolt and get sent back to their realm to be re-put back again and sent in yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. it's great okay. um, but yeah so, so Games Workshop learned a lot from this uh, as you can see they learned at least expansion book. They realized they went a bit too overboard. They tried to balance things out and they've, they sort of found a happy medium and, and nowadays Age of Sigma is slowly gaining traction Good. again. Well, not, not likely. Mm-hmm. Inter- internationally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crushing it. Um, it's, 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 oh, really? Yeah. The, 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 player base, the player base like died and then doubled. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, they've, they've figured out what they did wrong and what they did right mm-hmm. and then taking that knowledge as well, they, when it came to doing 8th edition, they're like, hmm, so... Mm-hmm. We don't want to go overboard. <laughs> it seems that there was an addition every five years. Uh, After oh, a certain well, point. So it accelerated a bit. It accelerated <laughs> a bit. Like the, the jump between 6th and 7th was about two years. Mm. And yeah, then okay. in from 7th to 8th was a little under four years. Okay. Yeah. Um, used, uh, the, the good way to always do it was, is there a Winter Olympics? New edition. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> okay. And uh, also at this time, uh, the company owner, no, not ownership, the CEO. Uh, CEO changed hands. When did it change? A few times. A like, few times. Yeah, about, about three years ago, I mean, it changed. Uh, they unfortunately had a bit of a reputation for being money grabby. Uh, which mm-hmm. I don't know how it accumulated over time, but well, just well, because of like, hey, look at how much our models were expensive. Mm. There were, uh, for the longest time, even. Even in Australia, so in yeah. the 90s in Oz, no. one of the reputations, whether it was deserved or not, one mm. of the reputations Games Workshop had was to provide hobby stores with figures, mm. build up the area, mm. and then drop their own store. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right. So now all of a sudden you have an actual Games Workshop in the mall mm. that has the hobby shop down the hallway. So why would you go there when yeah. you have this in this games workshop environment where you can walk in, sit down, paint your figures, everybody, and it's focused mm. purely on the game. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the online sales aspect mm-hmm. was an issue because people yeah it's not cheap, tax cheap getting stuff. Australian tax laws are murderous. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's also the shipping costs as well, mm. yeah. but the ordering overseas and mm. then shipping it in. They were banning online orders yeah. from certain areas, yeah. certain regions. And I can understand that's a business model, but it can generate the idea that you're all about the money. Yeah, but this coupled with the fact that uh, they weren't very responsive to like player feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rules um, were sort of like they, it was very clear that it was like, well, we need to sell 
the stuff that we've got backlogged. Yeah. So we'll make it half the points cost to field them. That it used to be. And we'll give them <laughs> extra rules that make them super yeah, like spicy. Super cool Physically mm. changing the rule yeah, structure of the game yeah. to between, sell between all the So yeah, yeah they'd, like update, they'd exactly. come up with a new code. They'd like look at their, their model lines and be like, no one's buying orcs anymore. Maybe we should give all the basic orc infantry like a special rule that lets them we charge. Make, we and should make orc bikers be able to split their wounds and yeah. equip so many different things exactly. that they're effective. Yeah. And then the CEO board of Games Workshop were like, yes, yes, and they fanned themselves with their money. <laughs> Being an audio podcast, um, you should have seen Greg's impersonation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, think so, of Mr. Burns going, and, and at the same time, all these new games had very different approaches in that, like, like War Machine and Hordes, which is like a direct competitor, technically. Um, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. In a weird way. Yeah, yeah in a weird way. But, I mean, they're a big miniature game now. Uh, they would release their, their rules as beta for everyone to see, mm-hmm. and then they would say, "Okay, give us feedback, Fix and it. we will balance it." Yeah. So, and then that was like one of the first instances I remember of that ever happening for a major miniature game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, "What? They gave us the rules for free? Did I it, don't understand." Did <laughs> it work? Yes, very as much a model. So. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and in fact, several other miniature companies started doing it, and even like Malifaux started doing it, and, and like and then and, and the beta testing became very important. As part of the balancing process, mm-hmm. and yeah. Game Futures hasn't quite gone that stage yet. But no, they, they are listening. To they feedback. are at that point, sort of actually though, because they have the, the testing out in the background. They don't have it mm. revealed to public. Yeah, they don't release it on the internet, but they give it to like tournament leads, <laughs> yes, so mm-hmm. stuff like that to test. Um, um, but uh, the biggest thing around that was for the longest time, and you can see it in the American scene especially, is they were like, "These rules aren't great. We're going to manipulate them until it works out to something that's balanced." Mm. So they start making weird missions that sort of obstructed certain goals and compensated in places and made certain things work out and uh, that was how it was in 6th and 7th edition even locally we started sort of looking at that and going Mm -hmm. you know that's actually a good idea it actually makes a more balanced so actually house ruling Mm. yeah and and not even like you say house ruling but this is like tournaments where there's like like a thousand players official house rules (laughs) you know (laughs) so it's it's very Big there, and I think the the new CEO who came in, who was the old Forge World person, mm. yes, so sort of came in there. Forge and, World being Forge World being uh, like a subdivision that was a separate company, but a specialized. So but did really fancy models that normally wouldn't fit the mainstream mold, literally. And originally on the more expensive side because they didn't make them out of like the the plastics and stuff. They'd make them out of resin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can get really fancy but expensive stuff there. So, yeah, like your Titan, like a big Titan, or like right. a variant type of tank with different kind of guns, or specific or, heroes from other lore and video yeah, games yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Forge World was a figures company, yes. and, and, and yeah. a high higher end figures, yes. company. Yeah, yeah, but still under Games Workshop. Mm. Just not many people recognize them yes. as the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they were like, a lot more <laughs> open with their rules because yes. they would release them as separate supplements and such with with the models as the model came available to buy. Mm-hmm. They would give you the rules for free and say this is the rules for this model well, if you want to this, play it. We yeah. want you to play yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. We want you to buy it. Yeah. So here are the rules. Because it obviously yeah. wasn't in the main line of figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so he moved in there and then like there's a sort of a culture shift within Games Workshop as well. They're mm-hmm. like, you know what was really cool back in the 80s when we could just make board games and games and do random stuff just for the fun of it. And they were mm-hmm. like, all like, yeah, yeah. Let's do that again. Let's do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they went back to that. Uh, and it's, it's been interesting to see that. So that was sort of the lead up to the 8th edition. But in the lead up to 8th edition, they started releasing things like Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. They started mm-hmm. putting things out there to say, well, look, like you're into your specialist games. We'll, we'll start 
start releasing these things and uh, they were very hit and miss in the first ones they made like the the Dread Fleets one which yes. no one bought yeah I mean it um, looked very pretty <laughs> yeah and they, they started making all these other little things but you could slowly start seeing the sort of building blocks of mm. where they and are I mean, now even the fact that place. they started releasing things like a Magnus model like a big Primarch the big yes. demon Primarch model mm. like in plastic never before would they ever have even considered a Primarch model mm. they were like no this is the status quo this is how things are and then no, oh. they're like, oh, well, we've been releasing Titans and stuff, and those yeah. are, are going yeah. across. Some of these Imperial Knights, Imperial Knights, sorry, some of these characters, some of these characters would look amazing. So mm. a Magnus, those sorts mm. of oh, figures. The latest is old, old Mortarian. Mm, yeah, the newest one is Mortarian of the the Death Guard. Yeah, and he looks amazing. So, so. he's like the yeah. plague. Uh, so he he's like the, the plague of god. Decay. But yeah, but he looks like an angel, so it's great. Oh. <laughs> Um, and he has little plague, plague yeah. creatures crawling all over him. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> so there are adjustments to the gaming system yeah. to kind of adapt and compete mm, with an, a much broader market because mm. yeah. there are multiple companies I, now. I, I think it's the whole thing of like they eventually got caught up by globalization. Mm. <laughs> it's going like, well, mm. you know, we're actually making our money in these ways. We can't really... Mm keep into our dogged ways because mm-hmm. we're their their financial reports were starting to tend yep. down they're mm-hmm. still profitable mm-hmm. yeah, but it wasn't nearly was as much are they, are they a listed company they are they, they are, are a listed company. Are a company so you've now got shareholders to report yeah well, I mean, exactly if you were, I don't know did I ever make a Games Workshop prediction on their stocks no, no. I considered doing you, it once. You oh, mentioned that as an example. Yes, I've always considered we're doing going it. To, we're going to tie <laughs> this in because this will be this podcast will be dropping this week. Oh, yeah. So please, guys, make sure you check out the Geek of All Trades podcast first Wednesday of every month. Mm-hmm. We, Vittorio and myself, join the Geek of All Trades crew for our predictions episode, mm-hmm. which is the end of the year. We're going to do predictions for 2018. So, Greg, you brought up a prediction about GW stock. Mm. What would you, this yeah. bonus points? Oh, from, well, no, no, I don't no, think it actually no, counts. No, this, no. this is a, a release the geek prediction. This is a release the geek prediction. <laughs> no, no, what well, do I mean, you anticipate? Uh, no, no, it was actually a prediction I thought of many years ago, actually, when they first started doing these change things. And mm. I was considering, well, I can see that they've got change on the horizon. Maybe I should predict that their stocks are going to do better. Mm-hmm. But obviously I never, never yeah, voiced my opinion. I've been like, re- like very mm. recent that their stock yeah, yeah. very quickly climbed up again. They've been mm. working hard. Uh, yeah, I'll um, give it to them. And, and um, it's a lovely thing to see because their social media and everything has really swung full around. Mm. They went from having almost no social media pros, uh, like presence at all to now having a YouTube channel where they have painting tutorials almost every day mm. and having people who man their Twitter and put jokes out mm. at the expense mm. of players while still being like, <laughs> we'll still give it to you. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, my favorite example of that. So Demon Primark Mortarian. He's been rumored, but no one knows exactly when he's going to come out. No one knows his rules. No one's seen mm-hmm. this sort of thing. And all of a sudden, a picture arrives on the internet of him that they've grabbed from a German magazine somewhere that's been in yeah, a like stock a somewhere behind a yeah. You can't quite that's see true. what it is and stuff like that. And within a day, Games Workshop released a video. And it's two plague marines, and they're talking to each other. And they're like, the one's like trash talking Mortarian yeah, like, oh, he never his, shows up. his brain has been addled by yeah. plague and everything and the other guy just goes silent and he's like what like, um, what uh, and the camera pans over and they've got the model there the Mortarian model like looming over, over, over <laughs> and then they do a full 360 view of him and everything yeah. and it was released with, within a day yeah of, of the leak so your uh, cool. your stock price number oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it currently in at? January of 2017 yeah. it was around about 500 a share yeah and it is Currently, as of today, um, trading at uh, twenty two hundred and thirty one. 
2231. That is almost 2232. That is over the course of the year. So I'm, show, I'm showing the actual chart. Yeah, that's it's a fold chart. increase. Now, Sigma if we say, actually, so we said that 40K, and I hate the fact that I keep saying so, 40K <laughs> released in June. Yes. If we have a look at this chart, and I'm going to rotate this to the side, you'll actually see that all the way through May, it actually started flatlining mm. and then mm. dipping. The sharp increase, yeah. so from January through to June, it went from 500 to 1,000, but started slowly dipping. And from June, it has then doubled again. Yeah. So it doubled in the first half of the year and then doubled again in the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. We've changed, so, yeah. they've changed the, the way they, they're approaching mm. fans. They've yeah, changed the way they're approaching feedback. Mm. They've changed the setting in the game. They've progressed it forward. Mm. Is this because they needed to evolve the story to do more new stuff? You know, I think they could have been fine with sitting with there, but they, it pigeonholed them a bit much to be, well, how, how do we make a new Space Marine yeah, model how do we without being like, oh, they models. opened a new vault from ancient to go of lost technology and oh, pulled out. Another they, 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 they did that yeah. in, and they did that in 6th to 7th edition with gravity. Like gravity, gravity weapons. weapons yeah. that the Space Marines, all of a sudden, they had found gravity weapons. Hey, we've had how them all along, guys. <laughs> so, so yeah. he's playing Half-Life 2, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, I think they were getting pigeonholed a bit much, so they mm. needed to do something mm. to say, well, you know, if we actually want to make a new line and we want to make mm -hmm. these new things, we need to break that barrier and be like, well, let's have things. Let's, let's have, you know, add yeah whatever death god come back mm -hmm. Let, let's give the towel their fifth expansion let's make the space marines have a primarch come back and say guys guys new space marines We're doing it wrong <laughs> that is a that's a key activator mm. for 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 the longest time going forward in technology no we're just going to maintain mm. the stuff that mm. we've got for yeah. thousands of years and we're not going to progress because Oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. and and another very important much like the Imperium. another important thing they did, which I think was very clever on their part, was previously their model was like every three four months they'd release a new codex, which would be centered around one faction, and they'd sort of update that faction and like maybe bring the rules up to spec and stuff. But uh, if you do the math, that's what like four codexes in a year, mm -hmm. and there's mm -hmm. there's how many factions in forty k? Many lots. Seventeen now. It's just ask the Dark Eldar. Dark Eldar didn't have a new codex <laughs> yes. from all the way from third edition so until the end of second that edition. That was a major issue. Was <laughs> co co factions would get left behind and people would get despondent and they yes. just stop playing. And don't. Yeah. So when they released eighth, they released a thing called the Indexes, which took every single faction and brought them up to date. Um, and they generalized some of this. They had to generalize a bit of the stuff, you know, these bring it in line uh, and balance it. Were these manuals you could actually buy? Yes, so they released yes. them all so, at the one time. Yeah. yeah. So it was the, in three books, four uh, books, five books, five. There were there were two Imperium books, two Xenos books, and one Chaos book. Oh, that's Chaos actually quite interesting. Book. That you can by buying a manual that actually has more mm. than one race, yes, rather than a. 48 page or 96 page yeah, yeah. just for one so, specific so that, that was that just to bring them all in line yeah, they so then sort of releasing the codices immediately after that though yeah um, what does the codex what does the focus codex oh, do so that so the indexes don't it's, it's important <laughs> because it gives you additional rules sort of that 
that allow you to sort of customize your army a bit better. It also allows you to play, play to a theme sort of thing. Right? Yes. So an index will say, you are the Space Marines. Yeah. And you ah, you have a bolt gun and you have a three plus armor and that is what that you is have. That is what a Space Marine and is. And then when the Space Marine Codex came out, it's like, you are an Ultramarine, which means that you can retreat from combat and still shoot people. Because that's and you the Ultramarine plus one leadership, because that's the Ultramarine way, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you are a Dark Raven. Uh, uh, bl- no, not even. Dark Raven. Raven. Yeah, yeah, Raven Guard. Raven Guard. You are a Raven mm-hmm. Guard. You have minus one to get hit if you're far because away. Because you're sneaky. Because you're sneaky and stuff. And mm-hmm. so then, which is the uh, Space Marine way. Yeah. Yes. Which uh, is the Raven Guard. Raven Guard which way. is the Raven Guard way. Um, uh, but yeah, so they've had that sort of thing. Like, the last one has been the Tyranids, and they're like, mm. this is High Fleet Leviathan, this mm. is High Fleet Kronos, this is High Fleet Jormungandr. So you can mm-hmm. customize your full army a lot better. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've also been releasing these codexes at a breakneck speed compared to their usual... Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, three, four months. Yeah, how much how do we say? I think it's one a month. So no, no, no. So it's getting cat attack. I, I, I believe as of. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Eye of Terror. <laughs> yes. As of. Uh, well, when this cast goes out, um, we'll have the rumors for the next two out. Mm. But by the end of the year, so there will be 12. It's a battle rumor, wasn't oh, it? No, no, no it's, 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 uh, maybe next year. The, yeah, it's, no, that was it's, a prediction. It's, it's the dangles and the bangles. Yeah, dangles and bangles. Dark angels and blood angels. Yeah. So I, I play dangles personally, so I'm excited to you see You play them. dangles? I play yeah. dangles. Yeah. I, I was, uh, That's why I want the line. Chaos, Chaos Demons after that in January. But as of there, they will have released 12 codices mm. in six months. In six months? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Compared to their usual one every four. <laughs> is it? Is there the requirement now that even though you don't play Chaos, even though you don't play uh, Ultra, that you need to pick these codexes up to make sure that you're on top of the rules? Uh, You would want to, if you're Uh, a tournament player, at least be aware of it. Like, Mm -hmm. it it Um, doesn't There's enough articles out there. You you go to 1D4chan and Mm. they'll have all the different things there. Yeah, they'll break it down for you and give you, like... They won't give you points cards, obviously, yeah, because yeah. they're like, no, no, that's not too tell you, this gun does this, mm-hmm. and this gun works against this kind and of this infantry. does this and, thing, and, yeah. There was a tendency, <laughs> there's been well, a tendency all the way through the 40k um, gaming system, that they'll release something that just broke the game mm-hmm. and required yeah, an uh, adjustment. So, Wraith Cannons in 2nd Ed. Wraith Cannons in 7th Ed. The Wraith Cannon in 2nd in Ed was, I hit you, cool. I rolled mm-hmm. a 6 on a 1 to 3. Um, you are displaced one die six inches on a four to six. You're yes, sucked dead. into the wall. Yeah. Yeah, bye bye, and you're yeah. gone regardless of how uh, many wounds. Well, that was that was seventh hit with them. I roll six. I roll six. You're dead. Yeah, cool. I'll so a, I mean, there's always well, in sixth hit it was um, for all six. I deal six damage plus d six to you, and you get no saves against it. Oh, it's cool. coming yeah. through you. Yeah, you're, you're, so, you're dead. I mean, there's <laughs> there's always broken weapons. Once again, in inverted commas, but. Uh, You'll generally have to pay for those in points if they balance it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the nice thing at the um, moment is that they, we mentioned it, that they're starting to do this sort of feedback thing. So mm-hmm. they're releasing FAQs a lot more frequently as well. Yes. Nice. In, the, in the previous editions, you'd have an FAQ maybe twice in addition. Uh, yeah. At the moment, mm-hmm. you're getting an FAQ within uh, the, the Astra Militarum and the Imperial Guard about a week after they release yeah. an FAQ for them. <laughs> so literally, it releases, they get the feedback from everyone who's played it, like one or two games, and then they, they release a fact. That's a that's yeah. an interesting point. If yeah. you're releasing twelve codices mm. in six months, 
there's no time for that to breathe to yeah that's the biggest thing is that's why people are going like oh well there's not as much proofreading here but at least they're they're sort of making yeah. up for it by putting mm, these FAQs out because I mean that was one thing so the, the, the death cult Eldar um, mm. they had a rule that says whenever they kill something or whenever something of theirs things dies so just when there's death they get to do something mm. and that do something could be I shoot you um, I assault you I run away I, I fight you <laughs> I, I run away from you but it, it could really snowball because it's like well I go in I, I kill that unit cool I charge, I charge that unit I kill that unit oh, oh cool I'm going to that one yeah. um, oh you killed my unit I charge you now and I kill you wow. and now I go into that unit because I can yeah. now kill it so and then the second turn starts yes. yeah exactly wow. exactly so they, they, they recently were like uh, no, we're going to take that in line with the sources of battle and make yeah. it that you can only activate each of these once a turn. <laughs> yeah, 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 they balance. So, <laughs> but it's nice to see because that was, that was very up and in your face with that. Mm. Um, and they, they have these little things around there. There's also people who just don't read properly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a current thing oh, where... But that's, that's been the case in that's, all yeah. editions of 40k. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were, the we were at a doubles point. tournament now two mm. weeks ago mm. um, and they were like at the start they were like so there's a, there's a stratagem that the, um, the imperi- the mechanicus can use that allows them to shoot whenever and I was just like hey <laughs> no and then I, I read through it and I was like no and then I look mm. on the forums and people are like yeah it allows you to I'm like no, no that's not what it says it, it, it doesn't say that you can shoot as if it's the shooting phase which is the biggest uh, it, it's the weird thing of languages because it's always the thing with, with war games and stuff mm. is you have to understand the language of the thing mm. the <laughs> I, I don't know if it's still something that I, I left 40k just before third ed yeah before third ed came out and the fights that were had around yeah. dodges and storm shields oh, yeah. so yeah. storm shields in hand to hand combat if you were surrounded, well, combat is a swirling thing. And then certain people would say, no, the figure is attacking you from behind, so you don't get to <laughs> it's like the, uh, It says that combat is a whirling that's, thing. Yeah, that's like, that's yeah. old, like, between, because Rogue Trader would definitely yes. be like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the later editions, Actual, uh, the nice thing at the moment is they've, they've dumbed yeah. it down uh, tremendously. In general, has been <laughs> simplified a lot. Yeah. Uh, like they took, I mean, some instances they, they go a bit too far, like terrain, I think they dumbed down a terrain's bit too very, much. very dumbed down. But like, I mean, they've got um, other things like, you know, it used to be that you, you ran if you wanted to run in the shooting phase. It's not, yeah. if you if you want to run, you do it in your movement phase, you just move all in one clump and yeah. then you go. You don't have to like this move and then break stem sort of thing. And they reduced how like casting spells they took it back to the old like fourth ed fifth ed way of doing yeah, things like literally just roll a dice did you cast it no instead, okay, cool. instead of the <laughs> like fantasy way that they did in the last two editions and um a list building is also majorly simplified mm-hmm. although weirdly convoluted more due to them being like this is how much the model costs this is how much his gun costs oh and you, yeah. you, so you, you need to work out how together. it works so you're like oh, but there's plenty in this day and age there's plenty of hand, handy apps on your phone that can right. do that for you. yeah so but they, the nice thing is they reduce that complication down if you're looking for a complicated system go play infinity oh um, yes infinity is great for that infinity yeah. <laughs> because everybody's <laughs> looking for a complicated yes. system yeah. some people are some people yeah, love no, having I mean, those rule books that are like 80 pages long the current editions rule book Five pages. Yeah, the actual rules for playing the game. Yes. Uh, this massive. How big? How many pages does it have in total? I think it's like three hundred something. Three. This is under three hundred. 
279. 279. And of, so that means... Two, 280. That, yeah, 280. Yeah. Apart, so 275 pages of fluff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's Pretty some much. advanced rules for like bonus missions and stuff. Yeah, so they, 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 they that's nice thing is they add extra missions. So the, the match play or those sort of things are also there. That's not in the five pages. Yeah. But, but to the just, actual, just actual rules of the game. Play, like, mm-hmm. this is how you move. This is how you shoot. This is how you transport things. Wow. This is how you Five fight in melee combat. They've, and they've moved the rules, the more complicated stuff of like, well, these are screaming banshees and they can do all these sort of nonsense mm-hmm. onto the character, onto the sheet for their it. Their own so, entry in uh, their own codex. Right. And they, they brought back the movement stat. Mm. So that was interesting. That was gone? Yeah, it was yeah, gone. For gone a long forever. while, everything moved the same Everything distance. moved six. If you were a vehicle, you could move 12. If you were a flyer, you moved 36. That was it. <laughs> huh. Right, that, mm. Yeah, so that's that, how long you've been gone. Would, yeah, that, it's yeah, been yeah. gone and back again. Yeah, <laughs> get off my lawn. Uh, we have Age of Sigma mm. doing well now. Yeah. Yes. Well, certainly on the upward path. Mm-hmm. Uh, overseas, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. still gaining oh, traction. Lo- but lo- there are yeah, locally, players players. like people who have now gone back and been like, let's actually give it a try. I've yeah. actually been like, this is actually mm-hmm. kind of fun. <laughs> so we have a revamped 40k. Mm-hmm. It's doing well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Both games are doing well. They're not cannibalizing from one another. Uh, no. They're very different say. styles of game. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. uh, the, the one's more shooty, the one's more salty. And mm. the, like the Age of Sigmar feels more skirmishy, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The, I've never seen a, a packed board, even with the Orc like, sort of players of it. Right. Um, whereas 40k is very now play with like 40 cultists. And another mm. 40 cultists and your big demon thing. Yeah, and your giant what, robot. That's what, <laughs> that's what fantasy used to be. The, yeah. yeah, rank and troops, file. Yeah, you had 16 troops here, mm. you had 20 over there. And 40k was always, I, I remember seeing yeah. Space Wolf armies of oh, just, eight to nine figures. Yeah, on their walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which were, actually it was, it was a completely cheesy twin-linked autocannon Terminator squad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they just stood on the ridge and mowed things down as you tried to move across the board. That's that Terminator's was, jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're back to being like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is nice. <laughs> the, game ty- the game types are, uh, are different, so you're not cannibalizing a player base. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the other thing is like their story, like the way that they've sort of branched the fluff out now. It's not just like, oh, well, you're just playing space elves. Mm. Or you're playing yeah, space they're, dwarves. They're quite playing, Eldar are no longer just space elves. They're literally Eldar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the elves in, um, in fantasy are no longer elves. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. weird. Ulfwart. Ulfwan, whatever. Yeah, Sylvaneth. Sylvan people. What about... I want to bring up 3D printing. Aha! I want to review first... They've made these changes. They've made them because of market forces. There's mm. more competition. Mm-hmm. Competition's getting smart about how they're doing things. Mm. They were losing market share. They're making steps in the right direction mm. to get the game the way it should. They're still very much corporate. We talked about the share price. Yes. So they're still beholden to their shareholders to mm. return value, which is what a capitalist society does. So. Yes. The money grabbing aspect will forever be tied there yeah. because they have shareholders. Yes. They're doing good things though. Yes. Mm-hmm. You feel you feel a lot less like you're being abused. <laughs> I mean, because like it's, it's I one of the things play... where you, you sit down and you kind of go like, well, that new model's like a thousand rand. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, okay. uh, like I stopped playing 40k at fifth, fifth ed, sixth ed, late fifth ed, fifth ed. Fifth ed. Mm-hmm. because I started to feel like every time 
I would try and do something. Greg, Greg, you um, buy reptiles. Yes, yeah, buy yeah. Those reptiles. It would be like, oh, now I've just got to spend more money to to stay competitive or to actually right. play the game. Mm-hmm. Now, ever since Aether came out, like I, I very cautiously started out. Like I didn't jump in and get you the starter box or anything. Mm-hmm. I just kind of cautiously peeked up over the ridge, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, my models good again?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yes, Greg, come, come can sit, you use, can sit. you use old models?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. So this is the lovely thing about it: that while the codices only have models or rules for models that are currently in like base mm-hmm. and in the like supply mm-hmm. the indices have everything yeah <laughs> so even if you had well, like an old almost, stingwing almost everything yeah, but, um, <laughs> it, it's sort of those, one of those things where they're like well you know this configuration of dreadnought doesn't exist anymore yeah. but the rules are for it in the index and they've clearly said in their FAQ and all this and mm-hmm. that it's like if it's in the index, you can still play it. Yeah. Just pay the points that yeah. are in the modern so, codex, mm-hmm. but it's as if it was an option. It's there. So even if you modeled yeah. your Dreadnought in such a way that looked cool, and then you're like, oh no, I can no longer play it. They're like, no, because we, that you're configuration covered. isn't there. Yeah. 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 Right. Because in the storyline, mm-hmm. someone found an old warehouse. Yeah. So oh, yeah, got this was... one for a couple of bucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's such an old venerable Dreadnought that he just never changed his gun configuration. The So 3D printing now. Mm-hmm. the massive productions cost and I remember for the longest time that the shift from pewter figures yeah mm-hmm. pewter and lead figures yes. sorry lead figures not pewter figures <laughs> lead well, figures well even pewter now that <laughs> they were uh, when are we going to have plastic figures mm. so the the cheap stock standard space marine figure was a plastic but the special characters were always lead mm. and there were the health issues of the paint yeah. and then they got and made they, into pewter and, and yes. yeah. then they got made into resin which then brought yeah. back the health issues but yeah <laughs> 3d printing now the immediate thoughts around 3d printing are well people can just print it and copy mm. it and they're not paying for the files because they'll share it that's also offset by the fact that your production costs are no longer there on a large mm. scale from yeah, so extrusion. The, the biggest thing to me that I, I sort of get the idea and seeing from them um, is that their biggest costs are not really on the production side as much as the making of the, the initial cost. The model design. Mm-hmm. With, the figure design. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the, well, the figure design, like they, they pay a certain amount to their guys and that, and um, they start going out of house as well for mm-hmm. that, and they, their, their AutoCAD skills are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the biggest cost, I think, to Games Workshop is just getting that, that initial mold. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. those metal molds, that sort of like blueprint of it, yeah. and after that, they're they're they've they've been at the forefront of injection molding on yes. plastic for so long that it I don't think I it's mean, very expensive for them to yeah. pop out of the space marine plus for you. The level of quality they can now get from a plastic model is so great that three uh, D printing and stuff won't very easily overthrow them anytime soon. Yeah, the resolution um, just isn't there yet. Even if you buy like a top of the line three D printer. Uh, and somehow managed to, to like for an angle uh, model file. I don't know who you'd have to big bribe or steal one from. Uh, you you wouldn't get the quality of print that they can give you with their their injection molding technology mm. they've currently got because they perfected it within the next year. No, no but they have mentioned it. So in I remember one of the last of the outgoing CEOs like talks of his like one of his addresses to the shareholders. It, it came up. Uh, and they only saw it sort of thing becoming a thing eight years from then. So that's about mm. five years from now. Mm. They, they say that, yeah. like, look, it's, it's mm-hmm. something that's on the horizon we need to be aware of because it's going to become a thing. Mm. Um, that sort of foresight would allow them to actually plan for it. Yeah. Mm. You and know, what, what I honestly think is, like, you won't see, you're not going to see a, a, a marine. 
or a, a, a great nought or a, a tank or something, the first things you're going to see is terrain. Mm, I, I would yes. say. I mean, that's what I currently. I, I own a 3D printer, and that's currently what I use it for. Is I I like print out nice bases or mm. or like even just a little bit that's missing from my model or something. You know, I don't actually print a whole model because mm-hmm. the, the it doesn't look so nice. You know, like yeah. I mean, it looks okay, but I'd much rather <laughs> buy the cool time model. sanding it down. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot harder to put together, a lot harder to actually assemble. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can you can get some pretty good uh, terrain pieces and stuff out there that you can print. Okay. Yeah, so I, I would definitely see something in that market hitting us first before we start mm-hmm. seeing there. And I also think I wonder if Games Workshop are going to be the first ones to do it. I don't know if they will be. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg has oh, printed that. Greg has three D printed a, a crate. Yes. Yeah, a it's literally crate just a like shipping crate. If you're familiar with. Uh, edit well, any sci-fi futuristic so you can sci- see there's a bit of warping and stuff there because mm-hmm. the what model printer do you have? Uh, one hole duplicator i3 mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. that sort of stuff I could definitely see becoming quite prolific mm. um, and I, I think they'd be silly not to jump in on that level initially mm. um just get their foot in the door and be like, hey guys, we're, we're on your side. You mm. can see what we're doing and you, you need to download our app to go through the things. We can put DRM on it and all sorts of We accept that this is the way that things are going. Mm. Yes. We need to find the right model. We were talking about, you mentioned if you could, if you could find the file, if you mm. could print it, the printer's not up to quality. Mm. There are always going to be people who are going to want to buy the high quality model exactly same thing with uh neil neil gaiman saying he has no problem with the sharing of the books because it ends up leading to the purchase of a book the, um, the, it's, it's interesting so, people uh, want yeah. the physical mm-hmm. and if you think about it, it's a similar thing there of um bands and stuff like that in the music mm-hmm. industry and how yes. much like mp3 is also a hit and oh well, there's all that profit of physical media but mm-hmm. it's now a thing of concerts merch mm-hmm. and it's it's ultimate That's where something you where you make money out of there mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. and people realize that and it's now you, you see bands uh, the the rise of the youtube band like mm-hmm. there's like the arctic monkeys or whatever who you know they got known by Here's our here's our EP. Have it. Yeah, download it. Give it to your yeah. friends. Do whatever. <laughs> Talk Go about to us. our YouTube channel. Do this yeah. sort of thing. And just uh, they know do, us. Uh, yeah, mm. it's just know us and sort of thing. Mm. And like, if you can get that sort of know us, here's our thing. It's a bit more difficult with because the production model is going to be different. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a. This is the Games Workshop 3D printer. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that would be a good uh, good avenue for them to pursue. Yeah, a branded uh, MakerBot. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, essentially yeah. they could partner up with one of the mm-hmm. big companies. And and, mm. and if you have our printer, we'll give you yeah. the high quality. Files. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah. if you buy the printer, it comes mm-hmm. with your Primaris Marine mm-hmm. standard guy for free. So print can, you, can you imagine if they release one that prints on metal? That's a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can, I know that printing 3D printers that print with metal, mm. it's still ridiculously yeah, expensive. You've actually got to place it. Like there's like yeah. atom by atom. Oh, yeah. wow. There's one on, the, one on the International Space Station. Yeah. It's great. Because, yeah, I mean, the, the, the largest figure you can get in the Imperium is what? They release the something Titanicus like model of it. And it's literally, I think, Oh, it's a good half so, tall. So what they used to do for that Jeez. model is you just get the foot and then you put the foot on the tail. <laughs> I was like, this is where he I is. I have spent the point. Yeah. This is the thing. No, yeah. It costs, I think, something something close to the... Oh, how much is it? 30,000 rand, 40,000 rand? 
For a figurine. For, for a figurine. It's massive. But you can also uh, buy a giant fly for the tower. Uh, oh yeah, but that, that's uh, how much? That's about that's, eight thousand. Yeah, no, so no, no, it's, no, much, it's, more, it's much more. No, this is like twenty. Yeah, that one's about it's twenty thousand. But it's like literally the the quarter of the table it takes up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it holds something. It holds like six tanks. It holds your entire army and a hundred drop suits and all sorts wow. of stuff. It's just and crazy. it's just got guns all along it. And if you've bothered mm-hmm. to buy that thing mm-hmm. and you still lose, well, you shouldn't be. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> balanced never, and fairly you're, costly. You're, you're never going to feel that though because yeah. it's something like two thousand oh, points or three thousand points yeah. by itself. Or something stupid. Now that <laughs> is something that Forge World creates. Yes, it's, exactly. It's a high end market model. Yeah. Forge World still exists. Mm-hmm. They must do okay. Yes. Yeah. In fact, every time someone orders one of those flyers, uh, they they custom build them. They don't actually keep stock. Wow. <laughs> so they only they only make one if you mm-hmm. order it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting thing because like, they've also branched out with that. So we were talking about the other model, little games and stuff. So like Blood Bowl, if you mm-hmm. want to grab mm-hmm. a special weapons goblin team, so you want the guy with the chainsaw, you can either model it yourself or Fort World has a model of yeah. it. Uh, you want that star player that mm-hmm. like. Uh, whatever Goblin like McCoblin Mighty Zug yeah. or whoever mm-hmm. we've got that model we have a custom figure yeah. So, yeah. but you could make your own if you wanted to mm-hmm. yeah. gentlemen we have passed the hour in a short conversation mm-hmm. do you have any final thoughts in relation to the changes to the 40k universe is it a good thing mm. will it continue on in a nice way we have a Winter Olympics coming up next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2018 Winter Olympics. So they've, they've preempted it by a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, any final thoughts on, on the game itself and the way it's going? Mm-hmm. So, I, I think they're in a good space at the moment, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of the, it's one of the easiest to get into rule sets they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I want to say balance, but it's not just yet. Yeah, there's, um, there's because a, people are still missing some of their codices. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a, a little bit of imbalance. Uh, and more than that, there's uh, there's a particular way of that certain models are just overcost or undercost dramatically. Um, mm. Certain strategies, ways of winning are just too strong for sort of mm. thing. Mm. When we mentioned of having a hundred little griblies on the table, mm. that's the winning strategy at the moment. Just and numbers, yeah. just numbers and having. Um, there's one spell that you can cast uh, called Smite, and if you have 20 models, you can do that. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot of uncancelable wounds in a turn. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of that spam going around at the moment. What is nice to see, though, counter to that is with Astro Militarium being released. There's a, a the guy who won the the last big American well about two big American tournaments ago. He played a completely like it's a, a proper regiment <laughs> of mm. Imperial Guard, all the proper little factions, subdivisions, and stuff, and that one. Mm. Um, mm. And it was just because of this the mass people sort of like thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of tweaks and stuff, but what's nice to see is that they are doing those. They're addressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I think about the the changes to the storyline, as I mentioned, they were pigeonholed before. Now they've mm. got this blasted open they can be like well you know well, there weren't a tower in that area of the, the world anymore but now there are mm-hmm. that turned fleet that was sort of like stagnant forever hey, they're back and they're evolving um, mm-hmm. you know space marines are now having these cool uber marines and you know Fabio Bile is getting jealous so he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll just make his own versions, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it expands mm-hmm. them nicely and I think um, with the, just the culture that's sort of like now uh, at least they're outward facing culture and it sounds mm. like the in, inner culture from when you read posts from their employees on AMAs and stuff mm. like that mm. um, it seems like a much happier space and just a mm. yeah we're in a, in a good space and we're here for the community if you're here mm. for us we'll just keep going 
Um, yeah. Yes, it was a needed thing. I think as yeah. well, though. I, I think they've um, they've definitely in this digital age where every, everything is a lot closer and every like like you said earlier, globalization. They've they've sort of realized this all of a sudden, and they're being a lot more communicative and listening to people. And if they can keep up this momentum of of how quickly they're responding and how quickly they're they're uh, developing the codices and everything, mm-hmm. I think it'll definitely do well for them in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, because as as we saw by the stock prices, it's doing well for them currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and it's definitely a game I'm enjoying playing, and mm-hmm. law I'm enjoying following. So I have one final question. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you're a a dangle. Mm. Well, I'm a several. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> several. Yes. Uh, I initially played Eldar and then switched. Uh, I realized that I can't play such a fragile team. I need to be, <laughs> I need to be able to take a hit, so right. I actually switched to Blood uh, Bangles. <laughs> I switched to a bangle. Bangle. Yeah. The, with um, uh, Roboto Julie Jewel. Yes. Coming back for the Ultramarines. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not fair for all the other yes. factions so, to be missing their Primark. Lionel Johnson mm-hmm. for the Dangles will. Has been foreshadowed. Has been foreshadowed that he will. Greatly. Yeah. Now, Lehman Russ. Oh, and Sanguinius. Sanguinius is dead. dead. Right. Sanguinius is dead, yes. We have a death god floating around. But you can't have, <laughs> you can't have all of the other factions oh. have their Primarchs mm. come back and not have... Well, I mean, like, there's there's a couple of deep... Lore, uh, no, Lorgar is still around. Who, uh, Alpharius? I am Alpharius. Kind of no, not dead. I am Alpharius. You, you're not going to see old What's-His-Face come back. Uh, yeah, there's a lot hero. of Primarchs who you can't yeah. really have. Yeah, but there are no. others. Because, I mean, you know, we'll... Uh, the Khan will probably return. Lehman Russ will probably return. Because yeah. um, Lehman Russ Lionel went away with yeah. the he, he literally charged into the wall. No, no. Ah! no so they're, they're a separate sort of like thing there. Yeah, There's a whole yeah. thing of Lehman Russ going, the typical Viking thing of having yeah. the thing and being like, when I return, it'll be the wolf time. Yeah. And then like, the the rock will occur uh, when I return. Yeah. <laughs> so then he charged into the warp with his like full fleet of So you kind of don't want him to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, uh, to take him seriously with that accent. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone knows the historical documents. This is how Lehman Rasa sounds. <laughs> yes. But uh, um, him like coming back sort of thing. Because that's also been foreshadowed because they've had all the wolf people come back yeah. from the, the Eye of Terror and stuff like that. Um, old, what, what's his name? Vulcan? Oh, is he dead or is he not he's, dead? He's a, he's a, he's a, what, what do they call those immortal things? Yeah. So, so that in, 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 in the, in the universe, no, there are people... Mm-hmm. Uh, that only live every so often and the emperor is one of them is that uh, when they die they instantly come back to life yeah um, I, I forget what the exact name <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, they think that he took that part because obviously the, the emperor split his DNA off into all of them yeah, sort of things, yeah. so he got that part because mm. um, he's known to be exceptionally tough yeah so he because I mean he was supposed he died on his fun five who is this one? yes the uh, salamander 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 salamander's being the fire guys yeah, yeah so yeah, he, yeah. he just the four he can't die, so he must be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, the the Imperial Fists leader, Ro- Rogel Dawn, they've got his hand somewhere. Yeah, so so, sh- so he's somewhe Maybe they'll build Maybe. A, like a robot version of him. but he's probably dead. Um, Rupert Gurleyman should be able to bring him back. Rupert, I don't know if he'll want to. Yeah. Like, there's some questions on whether or not um, Renford uh, <laughs> uh, Gerfold guy uh, <laughs> wants the imp- wants the Imperium for his own, like. 
Yeah, because like during because he is very ambitious. Yeah, during the whole Hero Horse Heresy, he started he his own little empire and said, "No, it's fine. The Ultramarines, we're cool here. Just you guys sort yourselves out. We'll this start. We'll, we'll have our own empire. This is the empire of the Ultramarines now. Yeah, and then and they how got, did the Emperor take that? Well, he, he was too busy fighting. He was too busy fighting. <laughs> and, and like it was, the problem with that was also because Lorgar arrived on his foot, like steps, and was like, "Hey, man, we're fighting." And he was like, "I don't want to fight. That's we're cool. fighting." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, mm-hmm. if people wanted to find more of Geek of All Trades. Where would they go? Greg? Well, if they wanted to listen to our podcasts, Mm -hmm. they would find us on the first Wednesday of every month Mm -hmm. on the Nexus website under the podcast section. Is that nexushub.co.za? Is it called that now? Yes, it is. (laughs) It is called that now. (laughs) (laughs) The site recently (laughs) changed. Um, So yes, Mm nexushub.co.za forward slash podcasts, I Mm -hmm. think is the actual, if you want to go directly there, otherwise find the little tabby tab. And mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. social media wise, social where would media. people go? Oh no! Oh uh, well, we're on Facebook and <laughs> Twitter. Of all trades, of all trades, geek. We, we don't have a, a Instagram. I don't think. No, uh, um, I couldn't be bothered to. Uh, we also do, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, yes. Also, uh-huh. we do. And that's Geek of All Trades. That's Geek of All Trades yeah. on YouTube. Um, and that that's mm-hmm. where our play, like live play plays and stuff yeah, going yeah, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm possibly see more in the future now that there's a, a certain room that's been oh, created somewhere yes. in a, uh, in a aforementioned in place. A um, room. Yeah. room of power. It's uh, a mythical yes. room. And we have a Twitch yes. stream. Which is Of All Trades oh. Geek. Of, of All, all Trades Geek. Which yes. occasionally we'll be doing stuff. We, we've yeah. played like a couple of games of um, Fortnite and PUBG and the Tabletop Simulator. Tabletop Sim. But we also mm-hmm. generally are trying to upload those to the YouTube channel as an after. Mm. An afterthought as well. Gentlemen, we very much appreciate your assistance in providing clarity to the mess. As one yes. can provide for the, 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 in, in the grim darkness. In the grim darkness. Yeah. Clari- a little bit of clarity in the grim darkness. Yeah. Okay. I am always happy to talk geek lore. Yeah. We haven't even gone to like how orcs believe things to be oh, true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. All the uh, like one day we'll have to do a Zeno's episode. <laughs> Actually, that that would be that would be quite fun. I've seen a uh, uh, in the normal autoplay YouTube type thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen on one of the 40k channels, some guy has built his own history for this particular orc. Uh, uh, and it crossed like five episodes yeah. Yeah. That. that's great wow um, so I would it? be happy to come back and yeah. you have to like flesh out things There's, uh, it's interesting because they've, they've recently released a book series in the last two years called uh, what's it uh, The Rise of the Beast mm. and it's it's an orc war boss called The Beast The yeah. Beast and he attacks Terra after the Horus Heresy about like 500 years after yeah. the Horus Heresy oh nice <laughs> it's great that's they arrive with battle moons and all yeah. sorts of nonsense we just gotta oh, give awesome. them a scrap in boys yeah I didn't realize that orcs sounded like drunk. Oh, yeah. They all sound like orcs, 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 orcs. Have you never played the Dawn of War games? No. They all sound like that. Every single one of them. Jobs are good and boss. So they recruited from British pubs. Yes, they're all football hooligans. It's the final form of football hooligans. There's another thing in the latest game where they have walk towers because you have to call a good walk. So in order to activate, you activate it and it starts drumming up and then it's had this guitar slowly like going with a riff. And there's just this orc boy going, oh you boys, are you ready for a good party? We're going to go crump some heads. And it just slowly builds up and builds up and builds up and then he eventually goes like alright boy here we go and they're just like it's like a big like guitar solo and the guitar shoots of fireworks and everyone just gets into the frenzy and they go like (laughs) 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 
Uh, so. I'm going to go and check that out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having us. Mm, happy to chat. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> that was Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. What the chain of command is? It's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rut and command here. To contact the show, you can email us at releasethegeek, one word, at geekxp.co.za. Thanks for listening. I'll be back. Mm-hmm.